Welcome to The New Way, the bite-sized podcast for leaders and executives like you who want to transform their organisation and inspire people to work in new ways. Forget stalled progress and disappointment from upstairs. Each episode, I reveal how to communicate your vision, drive change, and become the leader that everyone loves. No BS or fluff, just the practical info that you need. I'm Dr. Kate Byrne. Get ready for actionable insights, mini execution plans, and game-changing secrets from my 20 years in the trenches, supporting senior leaders to introduce the new way. (laughs) Let's get started. Hi, hi, welcome to this week's episode of The New Way. (laughs) Even though we're still in lockdown here in Canberra right now, a bunch of wonderful things have been happening uh, with work and business for me. I'm sure that I've mentioned this in the past, but if you're new here, hello, welcome. My name's Kate. I lead a growing team of change managers, transformation experts, and communication specialists over at Ever Changing Communication. Ever is growing, it's exciting, and I've been broadening my circle and making friends over Zoom, of course, with a number of really cool change and transformation experts that I've met recently. I've also become fascinated, absolutely fascinated by the idea of how I can help our team do the best work of their careers. That's making me so excited, like I'm kind of obsessed with this idea. And so we have a number of projects in the works to help everyone in Team Ever do just that. So look, while I'm spending most of my time stuck at home, like you too probably, I'm surprisingly feeling pretty energised. I hope that you're working on something that's keeping you engaged and got you feeling good too. It seems like a lot of folks enjoyed last week's episode that was all about the 5D hack that I use when I'm feeling overwhelmed with work. And so I want to continue this little series by sharing another technique that I use every day to help me manage my workload. I recently saw some research that says 87%, that's a huge amount of knowledge workers, are working two hours extra every single day compared to to what they were doing in 2019. Two hours extra in two years, that's crazy. And even so, this research found that at the same time, over one quarter of our deadlines are still missed each week. We all know that organisations need great change management and communication leadership and support more than ever, don't we? So it's not surprising that every single day, change and communication leaders are juggling more and more competing demands and priorities, needing to work in more and more ambiguous, fast-paced settings and dealing with more responsibility and more time crunch than ever. I mean, seriously, it's no wonder burnout is on the rise, is it? That's why I feel like these conversations where we can share what's working for us is so important for change leaders right now. 
I hate, oh my God, I hate those days that are jam-packed to the rafters with meetings where the entire day seems to be made up of, you know, back-to-back calls and Zoom meetings when you barely have time to grab your lunch out of the fridge or to make a cup of tea or even to go to the bathroom. You know, those days that feel like you are constantly on the run and then it just gets to like 5 or 6 p.m. and you have nothing to show for your efforts. Oh, that is the worst, especially because being overworked decreases our overall efficiency. Well, using the method that I'm going to share with you today is what helps me close out each workday feeling like I was actually productive. (laughs) The method that I'm sharing today is particularly useful if you're constantly struggling with distractions, if you always feel like you're in reactive mode and putting out fires, which I know so many change managers are in that zone right now. If you struggle with overworking, yes, exhausted person I see you right now (laughs) and if you would like to be more intentional with your time and your work effort the method is called time blocking and even if you've heard of it before I recommend that you keep listening because I'll be sharing some specific tips about how change managers transformation experts and change communication specialists can apply time blocking in ways that work for your schedule because look We all know that there are some unique challenges that leaders driving organizational change need to deal with day to day. Now, if you haven't come across time blocking before, the concept is super simple. Time blocking is just a time management scheduling approach in which you set aside and you schedule specific blocks of time in your calendar for certain activities. So you don't just use your calendar to book meetings. Time blocking is about scheduling out every part of your workday. You're basically breaking your day and your week out into bite-sized chunks of time dedicated to a specific focus or a certain group of specific activities. So for example, you're going to schedule in certain times in advance, plan your week out in advance, and you're going to plan exactly when you're going to finish the impact assessment that you're working on, or when you're going to finalize that training strategy, and when you'll check in with stakeholders. And even, this is shocking, I know, but even when you'll take an actual lunch break. (laughs) Time blocking is about taking control of your calendar so that you can focus on what really matters each day. Taking back this control is especially important when you're driving and delivering organizational change because, of course, how you run your day is ultimately how you run the transformation program. So for change managers and leaders, what you focus on and prioritize daily really, really counts. When you get it right, time blocking is going to help you align your attention with your most important tasks and your intention so that you'll always be able to prioritize the right work at the right time. Okay, maybe not always, (laughs) but you're definitely going to be able to do it way more than you're doing it now. Let's talk about how time blocking works. There are only three fundamental steps to getting started with time blocking. First, you've got to know your priorities. This is the hardest part. If you're not sure what your top priorities are right now, take a listen to last week's episode called the 5D hack for change managers that you'll wish you'd known sooner. I'll make sure that we link to it in the show notes so that it's super easy for you to find. 
Take a quick listen and then use the 5D framework that I break down in that episode to identify your non-negotiable must-do tasks now. You've got to know your priorities for time blocking to work. The next thing that you must do is then visually schedule time blocks in your calendar so that what you're focusing on isn't interrupted at those times and your colleagues don't kind of schedule straight over the top of uh, time that you had planned. You've got to make it real in your calendar. And I mean literally booking time block appointments in your calendar for the whole week ahead. (laughs) And the third thing that you've got to do is think about how you can group like tasks together into one concentrated block of time. This is really going to help you reduce context switching and it is crazy how much time and effort doing that saves. Think about it. How often do you catch up on emails, you know, in between tasks, anytime Outlook pings, you jump straight to attention to go check it out? Or what about when you're trying to tackle a bigger project, maybe like completing a stakeholder analysis or drafting talking points for the senior sponsor, and you're trying to do it in between meetings and other work? It's really annoying, isn't it? Instead, the whole point of time blocking is to get you to schedule specific times for your most important tasks so that you can focus and actually move the needle on that high impact work. For example, here's what I like to do. I like to get an early start and so my calendar usually has, it starts with a 30 minute time block at 7.30 in the morning. You don't need to start that early, it's just what I like to do, okay? (laughs) But my first time block is at 7.30 and it's to read and reply to emails. I also like to create a one hour time block at 8am through to 9am every morning to clear house on anything urgent that my team has sent me the day before so that I can get revisions and edits and feedback and ideas back to them so that they can progress it quickly and they've got it kind of, you know, first thing for their workday. Then ideally, I like to schedule a 90-minute time block from about 9am to 10.30 and that's when I work on my main project or my most important task for the day. Depending on what's going on, this might mean that I'm finalizing a client proposal or maybe I'm drafting a strategic narrative deck or maybe I'm reviewing a change strategy. It feels so great to have that sense of achievement knowing that I've been productive and I've actually progressed a chunk of my most important work by mid-morning. And then at about 10.30 until noon, I like to create another time block, another 90-minute block there for meetings and so on. I guess you get the drift, right? It can be really helpful to think of time blocking as directing your focus for uninterrupted pockets of time. This whole concept of time blocking is really based on two key underpinning elements. The first is deep work and the second is Parkinson's law. So Parkinson's law tells us that work expands to fill the time available for its completion. Now, I've noticed that I get just as much and frankly, usually a whole lot more done on my most important tasks, whether I intentionally dedicate just an hour of uninterrupted focused work effort, just one hour to it versus giving myself the entire day to progress that same task. And I bet that you'll find the same. Deep work is a term coined by author and university professor Cal Newport. 
Cal says that deep work is the ability to focus without distraction on a cognitively demanding task and that working in this way can help you more quickly process and master complex information and produce better results in less time. So it's really about concentrating, concentrating on our most important task. Time blocking has been around for a while. Apparently, Benjamin Franklin was a big, big fan. But Cal has linked time blocking to this idea of deep work in a digital age, saying that the ability to get on with our most important work in a focused and distraction-free way is a superpower these days in the 21st century economy. Cal says that deep work is all about cutting out distractions and cutting out context shifting, really minimising that, and then getting clear on exactly what our highest priority is and our biggest impact activities so that we can be more productive in less time. He goes on to argue that as a result, we're likely to experience a more sustainable impactful and satisfying work pattern over the long term. And that sounds so, so good to me. Look, while these are really lofty goals, I hope that you can see how time blocking is a practical method that can help us get there. I personally really resonate with the ideas that Cal shares in his book, Deep Work. Uh, You can go check it out. I recommend it. I'll make sure that we link to it in the show notes uh, so that you can find it easily if you're interested in learning more about his ideas. Time blocking is simple in practice, but let's be real, it can be tricky to implement and to stick to consistently. I know that many change leaders and change managers, for example, just don't have full flexibility over their calendars or their work patterns. You have to consider the needs of your stakeholders, for example. It can be more difficult to block off big portions of time for important projects. You know, when a whole lot of new urgent tasks seem to keep being thrown at you every single day. And of course, I know that your calendar is probably jam-packed with meetings and workshops and calls most days as well. Here's how I deal with those challenges. First, remember that time blocking only works if you're clear on your priorities and know what you need to get done to move the needle forward and deliver the change program. Of course, we all have days that don't go as we'd planned. And on those days, you've got to know what you absolutely must get done before the end of the day and what you can defer everything else. So prioritization is incredibly important. Make sure that you have a way that you're consistently staying clear on your most important work. And if you're struggling with a crazy to-do list right now, definitely listen to that podcast that I mentioned earlier and use the 5D framework to clarify your priorities. My next tip is to figure out when you're most productive personally and then time block tasks accordingly. Like I mentioned before, I didn't mean to freak you out, but I like to get an early start most days. That's just because I know that I do my best work in the morning. But perhaps you do your best work in the afternoon. And if that's the case, do what you can to schedule in time blocks to progress your most important tasks. You know, when you're going to cut out distractions and do your deep work, say between 3.30 and 5 p.m., knowing when you personally feel most energetic and then tailoring your time blocks accordingly is going to help you take this whole thing to the next level. 
My next tip is to group all of your meetings together if you can possibly do that. And look, I know this isn't always going to be possible, but we all know how hard it can be to really progress that important stuff if you've only ever got pockets of, you know, 20 or 30 minutes between meetings. It's just so hard to work around and to be really genuinely productive when that is what your reality is in your schedule. If your team is used to you being available for meetings anytime at all, I recommend taking a slowly, slowly, step-by-step approach to clawing back your schedule so that you can create opportunities for deep work by keeping a few hours free for meetings during peak or core work hours. For example, I'm pretty sure that core work hours in the public service here in Australia are 10 a.m. to 12 noon and then again from 2 p.m. through until 4 p.m. in the afternoon. As you switch to time blocking your calendar, you could leave these chunks of time available for meetings and start by taking more control over your schedule in your other work hours around those. For the record, There are always going to be times when meetings are scheduled outside of your ideal meeting time block. No stress, that's A-OK, that's just real life. Especially for people that are supporting important change and transformation initiatives, flexibility is key. Unexpected things are going to come up. You're going to need to drop plans to deliver and facilitate time-critical interventions. I know, that's the reality and it's okay. Time blocking is just a tool to help you be more intentional about your time. It's not about having a perfect calendar, a perfect schedule. And that's a great segue to my next tip, which is to expect unexpected interruptions or work. Just expect it. When you're dealing with as many stakeholders as you are, there are going to be surprises in your day. There's going to be last minute meetings and urgent requests that you have to support. The goal is for you to be able to engage with them, but not let them derail your entire day or your whole week. Now to deal with this, what I like to do is schedule a dedicated one hour time block most afternoons later in the day. I call that my hour of power. (laughs) You can borrow that name if you'd like. I use this time either to deal with urgent, unexpected stuff that's come up because it always does come up, or I use that time to focus on the important priority that I was going to focus on earlier in the day before the interruption uh, cropped up. And just quickly, one final tip. When those unexpected tasks or those meeting requests interrupt your day, please, please make sure that the new task is actually a higher priority than whatever it is you're currently working on. This is a tricky one for me. If I'm not paying attention, I find that it's way too easy to get caught up in the urgent new task that's come through. But I've learned the hard way to take a minute to check in with myself or maybe even checking in with your manager if that's appropriate or your team members if that's appropriate to clarify which is the most important task and where you should be directing your attention for the highest impact. Even once you've got time blocked out across your week, you've got to keep your top priorities in mind and be revisiting your schedule as needed. So there you have it. Now you know how I like to manage my schedule. Anyone who works with me knows that there's rarely white space in the calendar. 
That doesn't mean that I'm productive 100% of my days. Not at all. I'm not a robot. I'm just doing the best I can like we all are. But I do try to be very intentional about how I spend my work time and stay clear on my priorities each day. Like most things, time blocking takes practice. Over time, as you get better at knowing your own energy and identifying your priorities, intentionally time blocking your calendar and very importantly, and this is tough, reducing distractions when you're doing that focused work, I bet that you're going to start noticing that you're going to be being a lot more productive without needing more time to work. Soon, you're going to need to decide what to do with all that extra time that you have. (laughs) I hope that I've inspired you to give time blocking a go this week. I've been using this method for years and it really has been a game changer for me. I hope it is for you too. Remember, the absolute most important part of making time blocking work for you is being crystal clear on your priorities and most important tasks each day and every week. That's got to be the starting point with this. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'll be back again next week with another ep. It's one that I am so excited to share with you. I'm really looking forward to it. Until then, take care and have the best week. See you next time. 